a look behind closed doors, an ear for disregarded topics, a voice for the quiet ones. Up next on Ara City Radio, Francisca explores local matters. On Local Matters this week we talk about people who are poor even though they work. In Luxembourg the percentage of in-work poverty is among the highest in Europe. More than 13% cannot afford a decent living with their wages. Yesterday, the economist Ann-Kathrin Guillot in our interview told us that particularly families with a single parent and households with a single earner fall through the cracks. And that not only the high numbers of in-work poverty are concerning, but also the little chances there are to get out of poverty once he slipped into. Today our guest is Carol Reckinger. She is responsible for political campaigning at Caritas Luxembourg. With Carol Reckinger we talk about their service Epicerie Sociale, a grocery store where poor people can buy food for small prices. She tells us who are the people in need of this service and why the numbers are increasing despite all the government's measures to relieve the household's budgets in crisis. Thanks a lot for taking the time to talk to me. Thank you for taking the time to ask the questions. People imagine those going to Caritas or taking the services of Caritas as homeless people or poor people who really don't have anything. Um, from your experience, who are the people who take the services of Caritas? So we offer different services, so part of our work is supporting homeless people. So we have uh, emergency shelters for people who need very short-term uh, place to stay, but we also have long-term projects to help homeless people to regain a foot in society and to maybe st stabilize their lives and to um, become part of society again. But we also have the Epicerie Sociale, where we offer basics in food to people who do not have enough to survive with their income. So it's through an office social. So if you have not enough income to actually sustain basic needs of your family, then the office social gives you access to the Epicerie Sociale where you can buy basic food uh, items uh, for a much lower price. So we, yeah, we're in contact with the most vulnerable of our society uh, on a daily basis on different spectrums of the poverty uh, in Luxembourg. If you say at the Epicerie Sociale there are people who cannot afford the food for their families, their households, are these people who don't work, who are not employed or who touch the revis, the, I don't know how you call that in English, the social fund. So it's, 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 it's everything. So it's many people who work full time but who do not have enough money at the end of the month to basically buy food. Um, that's through the office social, for example, for one person, I think it's 400, if you have less than 400 euros a month, After all, what you have to spend on, 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 on all the essential things of your life, from housing costs to insurances, uh, everything, then you get access where you can buy for a much lower rate than in the supermarkets. There's everything. Most people work. 
it's especially uh, single parents who have access because uh, in Luxembourg, as soon as you are a single parent, you are very close to the the true risk of poverty, the poverty rate. The statistics say that I think one in two single parents uh, have problems. Uh, paying everything at the end of the month. And that we can see also in the EPCI Social, there are many single single parents. Uh, basically, everyone can be in the situation one day that they uh, need access to an EPCI Social. You get a divorce, maybe you an illness for a long time, you cannot work, uh, different things that can happen in your life that leads to you not being able to yeah, pay for everything to survive and to have to rely on, on external aid, like, yeah, access to an épicerie sociale, for example. In the past years, has the situation changed? Have the people changed to frequent the épicerie sociale in particular? So are there um, maybe more or less people who have a salary but still can't afford the living? We can see that over the past five years, the numbers show that over 30% more people have gained access to the... We have over 30% more people who come to the Épicerie Sociale. What the specific profiles are, we do not uh, have statistics on that, but we can see now that more and more families with children come. Uh, over the past 12 months, it was an increase of 8% more children. So it shows that with the, the rising prices, It is especially the first hit are families with children, single-headed families, but also families with many children who are the first to really uh, have problems to, to, uh, yeah, to survive, basically. Now, with the latest increases in prices, have you noticed any change? Um, there will be a delay in when we will see the change because uh, many people are still using up their savings. For many people, it's very, it's a big step to go to an office social. Uh, maybe it's the last step once they have used up all their savings, basically. And for many people who, who live in flats, in shared flats, in, in shared uh, residences, they will only get their decant of uh, what they have to pay in energy bills at the end of the year or even next year. And so they will, they will get the bad awakening only in a few months' time. And so it takes some time for people to go to an office social, and then there's different uh, help that they can get before they get access to an épicerie social. So we think it will take a while until we see the change. But we'll see year to year it gets more, even, even now before the, the, the big um, increase in prices. And are you preparing for this increase of uh, beneficiaries or do you get more resources to cope with all these people? So actually the épicerie sociale was invented at the times where there was no crisis. It was invented to really help the people who struggle in normal times. It's not a project that was designed for crisis times. Uh, the same with Office Social, for example. They are there in normal times to support people who fall between the cracks of the system. So it's not really our role now to, it should not be our role to support all the people that, that fall uh, now into, into poverty. It should not. It's not our role, actually. So we hope that other measures are taken, that 
it will not land on us because it's not a tool that was invented for a crisis times. It's a tool for normal times and to help those who struggle in, in, in normal times, not in multi-crisis times that we are now in. Do you have difficulties to manage this crisis? I think people will have a lot of problems to, to, to manage this multiple crisis because it's one after the other. And as I said, many people have, are now using up their, their, their savings and uh, uh, we don't know what's going to happen next year if the situation is getting better or not. So if there's another crisis coming, I mean, loads of people will, will just have so much trouble at the end of the month and more and more people, even people with might are not even in the statistics that they are close to the poverty rate because prices are exploding for for basics also. I mean, if everyone sees when they go to the supermarket, the bills increase every month. For families who are already at the limit every month, a year ago, how are they going to do it if prices continue to increase and salaries don't? <laughs> There are all these financial tools to help the vulnerable people. You know, they've increased the allocation de vie share and made it accessible for more people. And also you get money for, the, for raising children and now the energy prime. Doesn't that help? Well, now we, uh, we saw with the most recent decisions by the tripartite that uh, a system was implemented where just everyone is helped, uh, no matter how much you earn, no matter where you are on the poverty scale. And we think this is not the right tool. You should support the people who really need it. For example, paying everyone's energy bill now to probably 50%. In a way, it's unfair because someone who lives on 400 square meters with a swimming pool gets 50% paid by the state of their gas bills. And someone who, who has problems to even have enough money to heat their place adequately also gets the same amount. The problem with many of this uh, allocation and, and, uh, and the support the government gives, uh, many people... Uh, maybe do not know they have access to this help. For example, the, the prime d'énergie, people are also eligible who are not eligible for the allocation vichère, but many people don't know it. So there's uh, the last numbers I saw, it was from before the summer, it was I think 8% of the people who are eligible to get the prime d'énergie applied for it. Uh, so it's quite catastrophic. Uh, I mean, even if you have help, but no one knows about it. We also think that many of these helps should be increased to higher salaries also, so you have access even with higher salaries and maybe decreasing amounts. Because for many people, maybe you earn 10 euros too much and they get nothing. But why not have decreasing amounts to still help families who maybe earn too much but to still get uh, some support. They are very, very low, this so uh, where you can have access to the different help. So it's not enough for most people and some people don't know about all the help they can get and so they don't apply. Thanks a lot. Thank you. And good luck for your work. Um, yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> It should not be luck. That was Carol Reckinger, responsible for political campaigning at Caritas Luxembourg. I met her at the margins of a panel on in-work poverty. That's why there is some background noise. Sorry for this. In our interview on Local Matters, she told us why people who work need to shop for groceries at Caritas' Epicerie Sociale. 
Tune in tomorrow for more local matters on in-work poverty. Tomorrow we have a visit at the Kitchen in Bonnevoie, a restaurant for people with a small budget. That was Local Matters with Francisca Peschel every Tuesday to Thursday at 9.40 on RCT Radio, 102.9, 105.2, 87.8 and in our podcast on rctradio.com.